You are locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. So we're going to start this episode with a story. Story starts takes place August 13th, 2008. Michael Phelps' alarm goes off at 6.30 in the morning in the Olympic Village in Beijing. He got up, put on sweatpants, and started his race day routine. He already won three gold medals that week and had two races that day. The first race was at 10 a.m. By 7 a.m., he was in the cafeteria eating his race day menu of eggs, oatmeal, and four energy shakes. That's quite a menu. By 8 a.m., he started his stretching regimen, and he was in the pool at 8.30 with his first warm-up lap. His whole swimming warm-up routine was precisely 45 minutes. At 9.15, he got out of the pool and squeezed into his really tight racer bodysuit. And then he put on his headphones and started listening to his pre-race playlist. 9.46 a.m., four minutes before the race starts, Phelps is standing next to his starting block, bouncing slightly on his toes. The announcer said his name. He stepped onto the block then back off the block as he did before every race. He then swung his arms three times as he has done before every race since he was 12. He then stepped back onto the block and got into a stance. When that gun went off, he leaped into the pool. As soon as he hit the water, Phelps knew something was wrong. There was moisture in his goggles. He couldn't tell if they were leaking from the top or the bottom. He was hoping it wasn't too bad. By his second turn, everything was getting blurry. By the third turn and final lap, his goggles were completely filled with water and he couldn't see a thing. Not the line on the bottom of the pool, not the black T marking the upcoming wall. He couldn't see how many strokes were left. For most swimmers, losing your sight in the middle of an Olympic final would be a cause for panic, but not for Michael Phelps. He was calm. Everything else that had gone that day had gone according to plan. The leaking goggles was just a minor deviation, but one he was prepared for. As you can tell, he was very regimented and very specific in his routine on for a race. He felt totally relaxed for this. He was swimming at full strength midway through the final lap. He increased his effort as he did this became a technique of his called final eruption, and this would overwhelm his opponents. He started to anticipate the wall, counting his strokes. He was at 18, 19, 20. He thought he needed one more. So for 21, he outstretched with the outstretched arms, glided, and touched the wall. He timed it perfectly. He ripped off his goggles. He looked up at the scoreboard and saw world record next to his name. He won another gold. So this story, I learned this story. Typically, I like audiobooks. This is actually from a book I physically have read. I actually didn't go through the whole thing. I've gone through parts of it, but this is from the, the Power of Habit. Really interesting. So there's a lot of takeaways, I think, from this story. The first takeaway is, and what really resonated with me, is often companies or people in companies will talk about, let's get small wins, and those small wins will add up. But small wins that are not connected, that have no rhyme or reason. They're just, hey, we could do this and this wins. We could do this and oh, that's a win. This is an accomplishment, but they don't come together in any synchronized way. 
isn't going to add up to something. In the book, they're making this point where his routine was so regimented that he would build all these different habits, his habit of how he stretched, his habit of, of his swimming, how he prepared for everything. So those all lined up into this whole performance for him. He called it like a videotape. And so every he would practice this. And so on game day or race day, it was just putting in the video and playing, going through the whole motion of what's supposed to happen and then being prepared for everything. He actually, his coach had him practice swimming in the dark. He had swum, he practiced to be able to swim, not being able to see. So this idea, whether it's you personally, let's say you want to work on your leasing. So you don't want a bunch of random wins that you're trying to piece together. They have to fit into this whole picture of you being very productive leasing specialist. So you, you want to work on your phone skills. You want to work on your sales skills. You want to work on your tour skills, all those things. So that your attitude, you have to take a holistic approach. And then the things that you're going to be working on have to add up to something, not just, oh, this is a good idea. Let's, this is a win. And then uh, here's another goal. And this is another win. And, and then have no connection to each other. And this would apply for you know assistant managers, property managers, regional managers, the wins that what you're trying to accomplish, they have to line up. Don't look at things like totally random, like, hey, let's just go do this. Take something, you know, if you're an assistant manager, property manager, you want to work on your delinquency. Okay. So that becomes your goal. And then you want to start creating habits that will help you improve that. And then you measure that. And so the better you get at your collections and you lower your delinquency, that's going to help your bottom line. So then, okay, what's another thing that's going to fit into that picture that I could help my bottom line? expenses or turn time. It all has to come back to something that fits into what you're trying to accomplish instead of let's do this and celebrate it and, and then it have no connection to the big picture. So that's the first that really resonated to me is, is your wins and your goals have to add up to something that fits together in this industry. The second big takeaway is this idea of being prepared there's always going to be something that that is unexpected, really in any business, but just really specifically in property management. And the more you have a routine, a system in place, that right, you build up all those different wins that creates this bigger system and this way that you approach, you'll be able to handle more. So panicking is the worst for everybody. We want to stay calm and you'll stay calm by having a good system and plan in place to deal with it. So something that we have done at, at Sage, which has really helped is we have, as we've grown, we have a few team members who have a corporate uh, floating manager. So if there's a manager who leaves or even an assistant manager, somebody who had, had a medical issue and they were out for 30 days, we didn't miss a beat. That person was able to come in and assist there. Somebody left the company and it takes time to fill that in. We didn't miss anything because that person was able to come in and fill that spot and continue to operate. We have the same thing for leasing. We're down the leasing specialist and it takes us two, three, sometimes more, unfortunately, time to fill that. And so we have somebody who could come in there and fill that spot and make sure that we don't have a dip in leasing. It's been huge for acquisitions. Coming in with team members that have been with Sage with the team, we roll, they know how we operate and we can hit the ground running versus having a brand new team that's new to Sage new to the property. So that's really three, we'll put in there three takeaways. Number one is your wins, your goals have to 
align together. You don't want just a bunch of random things together. They have to fit in together and each step of Michael Phelps routine fit into this whole videotape that he would play in his head. And it all added up to a fantastic routine that he was prepared for everything and can handle so much. Second is that don't panic. That's the worst in any situation. And the third is having this system to adjust and you won't panic when you have the system to help you manage situations that come up that you weren't expecting because those things always happen. This is a great story. I'm a big fan of stories, big fan of stories in general, but this story, good book. There's also some other stories from this book that we'll talk about in future episodes. The next time you're making goals and you're making plans, you want your small wins, your small wins got to add up to something. They shouldn't be disjointed and random. They should be connected to each other. And thanks for listening to this episode and hope you enjoy this journey.